Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to uh, what is fast becoming America's most hated podcast. Uh, <laughs> my... <laughs> Uh, we start every one of these podcasts with uh, uh, apologies and concessions, and I'm just going to go straight out and say I apologize for nothing. I apologize for nothing. I, I apologize that we're late. I think it's kind of my fault. Uh, well, yeah, it is kind of your fault. Um, you didn't talk to me for a week and a half after I said some choice words about your... Uh, I just I, I just don't think just for men is right for you, Rob. <laughs> Especially, true. especially true. that that color of auburn. I don't think his yeah. uh, uh, fiery well, I, red doesn't really go with the rest I of wanted a, that. I wanted a landing strip. Sadly, I got a helicopter landing pad. <laughs> Gross. Gross. No, we we I are. Shouldn't have, I shouldn't have put the H on there. Either. Yeah, that's that was your that was your <laughs> your problem there. Yeah, you know it's bad when somebody posts on the thing. Boy, I'd really like to hear an episode, and you don't even text me for two days. It was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Rob being like, I don't, I don't want to do it. <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, we're here. We're here now, and uh, we we're we're we've last week we went through the elite eight, and now we're down to our final four. So this is it, the last of our uh, uh, superhero movie uh, 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 battle royale. Wow. Yeah. 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 So let's introduce ourselves, shall we? My name is uh, Monty Ike, and uh, also on this podcast is the meteor man to my blood sport, the project power to my bright burn. <laughs> He's the Max Steel to my the spirit. He's my best friend, uh, Rob Bloom. Hey, I Rob. really was wondering what you were going to do because of how many we've covered. I was like, well, what can you do? God, At least yeah. I wasn't Leonard Part Six. Oh damn it! That would have been the better thing for Meteor Man to my Leonard Part Six. Oh, we just don't have enough superhero rapists in the world. Um, what? Oh shit! Did I? Oh, okay. Bye. All right. Um, God, I still have some fucking Cosby records. Uh, oh well, yeah. Stand-up Cosby was great, but well, I mean, you know, during the go- during the stand-up, fine. He wasn't actively raping anyone during his sets. It's just well, I'm talking about like growing, yeah, let's let's yeah, let's just keep going. It's a, yeah. look, it's a cycle of abuse that he did for a long, long time and managed to spend money to keep it all hush hush. But anyway, let's talk about superhero movies, shall we? Uh, let's save all of this for our next podcast, men are fucking terrible. All right. Uh, so, Rob, we're, we're doing it. Uh, this is the final four. Uh, a lot of people have said nothing but yeah. great things about our picks. Everyone agrees yes, with us. our choices have been wonderful. Yeah. I don't know if you could argue that our final four is bad. Maybe not what everybody picked, but I think these four left are all good superhero movies. There's no question there. 
Oh, sure. These are yes. I mean, these are all superhero movies. That 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 at least is com- <laughs> that that is at least. Tell uh, me which one of these four is a bad movie. No, none of these four are a bad movie. None okay, of these so four are a bad movie. Always, I'm going to read them off first, just so we can refresh where we're. Yeah. At. Okay. Yeah. In, That's a good idea. In the know. East, uh-huh. we have Black Panther versus Superman. Uh, 1979. In the West, uh-huh. we have Dark Knight versus Logan. I think those are all four good movies. Uh-huh. Uh, boy. Ooh. Let's start with the West, shall we? Okay. The West. Dark Knight versus Logan. Yeah. Uh, boy. Okay. Well, let's let's first start with what makes them good movies. Like right. First with, with Dark Knight, it's... Heath Ledger. Well, we, we know Heath Ledger, but what I, I really feel is if it was the intro that was an IMAX, where it was filmed in IMAX, and you have your introduction to the Joker where he's wearing a, a different mask. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that whole bank robbery scene is great. The bank robbery scene is just excellent. I would watch uh, a whole movie about that. Like, I would yeah. watch literally two hours of the, of the f- smaller fish getting eaten by the bigger fish all up the chain. You know what I mean? It, oh yeah, and what what's the line like? No, I'm supposed to kill the driver. Or, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I love that line. Like, no, yeah. I'm supposed to kill the driver. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that yeah, that's fantastic. I yeah, I I loved uh, that intro is just brilliant, and it's it's so great. And like I said, I would legit watch a movie that starts with some sort of heist job, in which the criminals off each other all the way up the line. Yeah. To like uh, where you're it, always left wondering who the fuck's really in charge and where what the real plan was. Uh, and, so great. and the Joker coming in front of all the gangsters and doing the pencil trick, watch me make it disappear. Right. That was pretty good. I really felt like the menace there and it was like it was it was squeamish where you wanted to look away, but you're like, I remember in the theater because I, w- I was sitting next to you at that point, I remember thinking that's Joker. That's yes. the Joker I want portrayed. Yeah, very is. frightening. Very frightening. frightening. But yeah. still kind of funny at the same time. Like yeah. In a- but but like, yeah, because I mean, it's it's certainly there's laughter there, but the laughter comes at a great cost. It's it's psychotically scary. Like you think yeah. to yourself, if I was the dude in that room, why wouldn't I? So let's let's cut back to Batman 89 and Jack Nicholson's Joker. And you have the scene with the rest of the gangsters in which he says Jack Palance's character uh has left him the business or whatever and then he fries that guy with the the buzzer in the hand right yes that is that was an attempt to create that kind of menace absolutely was i think yeah almost an homage to it right but but i think this particular one actually delivers on that because it's not like a weird trick buzzer or whatever like that too much comedy too much stylized like and, it, and obviously it doesn't work because the like the two scenes later is one of those gangsters coming out and trying to take the business back and the Joker having to kill him with a pen. Right? Well, yeah, he's just a clown. He's, he's just like- a clown, right? In this one, it is everyone in that room doesn't see a clown. They doesn't they don't see the comedic effect that's going on. What they're seeing is a bona fide psychopath that frightens them in how quickly he's able to dispatch these guys or like how quickly he's able to dispatch that guy. There's a real sense of menace and the makeup is just the scariest part of it. Like it goes from comedy clown to scary clown in this. Mm -hmm. And and it's a great thing. I think also the whole part of uh, the, the Joker in the, 
in the in the police uh, precinct. That has beautiful moments. That uh, the, the moment with with the Batman coming in and the Joker. Um, the Batman comes in full court press with his intimidation or whatever, and the Joker doesn't care because he knows he's got an ace up to sleep. He's got a joke. He's got a punchline. He's just almost giddy to deliver, which is the fat guy with a bomb in his stomach, you know? And, and, and even the point when um, everybody's clapping that Gordon's alive yeah, and even the Joker starts clapping, there's just something about the irony of that right. that feels so comic book to me in a way that's like th- that they're really capturing – what makes you know lifelong comic book fans like you and I go? Oh, that's that's those moments that I that they yeah. have never captured before. Those right. little teeny moments of right, and, 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 that, the, and the beating him up in the in the uh, interrogation room or whatever you want to say, and things like that. Just, yeah, yeah, and and Batman has their moments. I'm not going to say that Christian Bale doesn't deliver on Batman effectively. There's some there's some good moments there. There's some good moments with Lucius Fox and everything like that, and. Uh, there are definitely some, some Harvey Dent's yes. story as well was very well portrayed. I liked. I have heard some people say they wish it wouldn't. Was did you say that last time that you wish? So yeah, there's Harvey Dent can sometimes lead. Uh, I don't think I said it necessarily, but I know where it's coming from. Uh, I don't know. I don't listen to this podcast. Um, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah, Harvey the Harvey Dent one feels a little more tacked on. It. it um, it does like I don't I don't feel I just wish he hadn't died to be completely honest. Yes, I, I, it, that would have been so much better of a th- final chapter than than bringing about Russia Ghoul's organization. Um, yeah, I actually would have liked the third chapter to have been like like at the very end, then reveal he's Harvey Two Face and yeah yeah yeah. I, I think that would have been yeah I think that would have been a little bit stronger. It would have been a little more fun. Have this be the origin story of Harvey? It would have been great. Uh, anyway, uh, so there's a lot of great things about uh, Batman. There's some bad things. I mean, a lot of people have pointed out how is it that the Joker is supposed to be this agent of chaos yet every single moment of his uh, uh, of his plans need exactly the right thing to happen or it doesn't work like I'm yeah. an, I'm an improviser you you, you uh, yeah he's not improvising things because there's no failure like you know what I mean mm-hmm. everything that's that happens leads to the other thing and it it's like that's how the domino was point now it's either that or there's an infinitesimal amount of backup plans to get you onto that plot. But I just don't buy that. Like A needs I, to happen to B and then, then C and then D. And so there's one thing when you look at it. It's almost as, like you don't want to call him an agent of chaos. So because be, I feel because, like because this is written in a way that there is no chaos there. It's not like he's reacting to chaos. He's reacting as though he has a plan. And his plan is working exactly the way he. But wants I would also argue up. that's the way he really is in the comic book. You look at any of the big arcs; they're always about a huge the seventeen plan. chess pieces yes. he's moved into place. Right. But we still call him an agent of chaos. So uh, it's it's a weird. Well, what it is is it's the problem, and I'm I'm asking too much. It's very hard to write a story in which one of your main characters doesn't know. Like, it's so much easier to write a story where you outline a plot. And then the plot happens the way it's outlined, right? You're the evil genius. You're the one, as a writer, creating that plot per plan. And A comes, then B comes, then C comes. It's not like it's very easy to really make it look chaotic. It's very difficult to make it look like 
I, you didn't know where it was going, and I don't know where it was going, and everything's just sort of yeah. happening. It, it, uh, yeah, it looks I, it looks shoddy if you make it look sort of like that too. Um, I'm looking at you, Star Wars. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so I mean, you know, I'm I'm asking for a lot, but but I do really think there are some very far fetched coincidences and things that happen in that 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 railroad it into a way of happening that seem kind of crazy. Um, and 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 there you go. And I will say this too: I think Christian Bale's Batman gets completely overshadowed. The Dark Knight should actually be probably called the Joker. It, it's a movie I, about I the Joker. Think, I actually think that Christian Bale is not. And we've had this uh, this episode before, yeah. but I don't think he is my favorite. At least I. Bruce Wayne. He may be a pretty good Batman. I don't think he's a very good Bruce Wayne. I think Christian Bale's way too intense to play Bat uh, to play Bruce Wayne in any meaningful yeah. way. And it's like he's really not good. Of, he's not good enough of an actor to play an intense guy who is oh, pretending to be not. Actor. I just don't think he gets what he's supposed to be doing in this, yeah. or at least at least what I would ideally like him to be doing, which well, would be happy-go-lucky, at least perceived. And you well, know, the mask of that. It's the mask of that. What I'm saying, when I said yeah. Christian Bale's not a good enough actor, I'm not saying that Christian Bale is not a bad or is not a good actor. He's certainly much better than I fucking ever will be. What I'm saying is, yeah, he's he's he's, winning, he's, so. he's missed. That doesn't. I mean, um, all right. So uh, what I'm saying here is, I mean, uh, is that. Uh, what I don't like, I mean, La La Land got an Oscar. Um, what I'm saying here is that Christian Bale doesn't like the process that he's going through. He's not effectively giving me an intense dude, i.e., Batman, that's playing the part of a of a bon vivant, and that's where that's honestly where. Batman the animated series does its best fucking work. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, and we've had that discussion. Kevin Conroy yeah. does the best job of playing Bruce Wayne, the character. He's playing yeah. Batman playing Bruce Wayne and that's really good. Well, I, I just I, I honestly I just feel like Affleck did it. Affleck did a pretty really good de- decent like, job. As much yeah. as you want to poo-poo those movies, not you, but the. But I do like to poo-poo those movies, but you're right. Ben but, Affleck gets that idea. He, he gets the idea he of the, that Bruce Wayne's a mask. Yeah. Bruce Wayne yeah. is always going to be a mask. Anyway, my point here is Bruce or the Batman Bruce Wayne part of this is is not up to par. And that's why everyone talks about Heath Ledger in Dark Knight is because everyone else is just in the shadow of how good the Joker is on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would completely agree. And I, I'm actually bringing that up to say when you have somebody who's so much about like he, no one else raised their fucking no one raised it to where it needed to be where Heath Ledger was. No one did... No one in that... Well, I, I don't know if I would agree with that, because, like, the supporting cast in that movie is pretty great. Uh, if you think of, like, you have Morgan Freeman, you have... Dude, I'm not talking uh, about their really... reputations. I'm talking about what they actually did in the movie. No one else matches Heath Ledger's performance. They're just not no, there. Again, and They're I'm great people. I'm with that, because I would say, what about... What about... I can't think of the actor. Uh, Commissioner Gordon... Uh, in that movie, I thought was excellent. I can't yeah, think of okay. Actor's I, name. Yeah, it, and now you've done it to me, so that's great. Uh, the, Crap. Doug will tell us what it is. Uh, yeah, I'll think of it no, in a it's British, fucking. Uh, but um, God damn it! Also, Maggie Gyllenhaal, I thought was really good in that movie. Wait, uh, was thought, it Maggie Gyllenhaal in that one, or was it uh, what's her face? Yes, Maggie Gyllenhaal was the one who actually died. It, uh, Katie Holmes was in the first one. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. Uh. God, it's on the tip and of my I, tongue. I love Maggie Hall. I think she is 
she's a fun actress to watch. I think she's like she has a plainness yet a, an elegant beauty. I, I, I uh, who else am I thinking? Yeah, I, I want to say it before you look it up. I know you're looking it up. I want. No, it's fine. I'm just gonna let you spin for a little bit. It's, it, the, he it's, would play the Dracula. He also played in Gar- Carrie Oldman. Gary Oldman, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. <It's> Carrie Elway. <laughs> Carrie yes. Elway's, yeah, uh, yeah. All right, Gary- anyway, uh, maybe we should move on to Logan. Yeah, let's talk about Logan. In comparison, um, I hate it when that happens when you don't know something and it just like and it, like everything and it just goes away. Your head. Yeah, yep. every everything just goes the fuck I'm away. I'm really that point. bad about that lately. I'm. We should probably watch me and get me, you know, some medication. ginkgo biloba. Yeah, yeah, because no, there'll be times it's just like, uh, what's What's that one actor who, uh, um, Cillian Murphy, not Katomi tower. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're thinking. No, I, I, I will just, just before we, we, we move off of that is I agree that these are all great actors. I think if you look back, even commissioner Gordon isn't just, he's not given any scene that he can do anything with. He's not given the scenes that maybe Gary Oldman could bring out and, and they're just not there. I just, they're just not there. Maybe yeah, it's, maybe I, that's I, writing. You're not wrong because maybe I'm that's not of, writing, or maybe that's uh, maybe that's. The, they were both stronger, I think, in the first in Batman Begins. I felt like they were stronger, but I right. do think Maggie John Hall is very good. I also think well, the actor who played. Yeah, she's certainly better than Katie Holmes. My yeah. apologies. Well, Katie Holmes wasn't bad. I, Katie Holmes' best acting was pretending like fucking Tom Cruise is fucking five five. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about Logan. Uh, we've talked a okay. lot about that. That, by the way, was my laundry being done. Uh, Logan, uh, Logan, strong performances by uh, Hugh Jackman, really doing a very good job of the age. I actually think he should have at least got a nomination, and yeah. and maybe Patrick Stewart and. Uh, They're both uh, playing older up. and more tired than they than they are and than they should hmm. be. I think there's. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I like Logan. I think in the, the story is really tight. Yes, the that. story is. I, there's no wasted moments in it. Everything yeah. adds to it. Even the whole diversion with the farm couple, and we've talked about this in the previous episodes, because I love that diversion with the farm couple or the, the people that pick them up and take them to the house and whatever. Well, it gives you a moment to breathe. It gives them all a moment to be a family. Yes, but it also gives you a great world building that shows you how fucked up this whole goddamn Absolutely. world is. Yep. The world is fucked up. Uh, and it, it is in a lot more control. It's in a lot more dire. The soul of this country and the entire world is at stake. And these kids are a hope, especially, uh, for this country, you know? So there you go. Um, so yes, I think, I think that to me is a, a big, a big part of it. There is, there's no wasted. They, they take a scene that, that seems like a diversion. It doesn't over, it doesn't hit you over the head with the fact that, oh no, 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 this is world building. This is, this is, uh, to show you that the stakes are higher than just saving Patrick Stewart or saving the girl. It's about saving, you know, it's about the future. It's about making sure that there's heroes left. 
and one of the things that I think also helps the Dark Knight series as a whole, not necessarily just the Dark Knight movie, but the series, the three movie series as a whole, is that it's very grounded. I think Logan is probably the most grounded of all the X movies, period. Right. And um, it helps that you don't have, you know, laser blasts coming out of people's eyes and there's not too much like CG effects that are crazy. You're left with a mutant whose ability is to heal and to cut people with knives. <laughs> But and even the way they portray, you know, um, Professor X's powers is mm-hmm. still just low key enough that it's not like in your face. Look at look at me floating things across. You know, it's like, yes. Well, he doesn't have, have the, telekinesis. He just has telepathy. No, but I'm just saying, like, like there's nothing. His spasms or whatever right. that he's having, they still feel like. I don't want to use the word believable, but at least understandable in this yeah. world that they've built. Right. And, yes. I, I do, though, think that if you had different people with different powers in there, if you had people with, you know, beams and blah, 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 that would sort of go away. Right. That would that would ruin. Oh, it, yeah. Ruin oh, it. yeah. If all of a sudden you had like. Yeah. What, yeah. Havoc like, or whatever. It would it would somehow not be a, a, as big. Of a yeah. Film. It, it's very. I, it's funny how so much of Logan, when I think about it, I'm like, was that in black and white? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. there's a part of me oh, that is it, like, it feels like a western, yeah, you know, or it, it feels like a samurai movie in weird ways. I mean, well, I, I think that's just because when we think of westerns now, we think of the Sergio Leone. Uh, you know, we we think of uh, of these heavily influenced by uh, uh, you know uh, those films. They, they they are the Seven Samurai uh, gets you. Uh, the uh, the Magnificent Seven, and it's that sort of westerns are the westerns you and I grow up on. We don't grow yeah. up on we don't grow up on you know Gene Autry singing cowboys and everything like that. Sure. We grow up on Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns, and yeah. that's what it feels like. It feels like those ground and those, well, and also a lone wolf and cub. Type. Yes, yeah. very much, very much all those things. Um, it I can tell you that emotionally speaking. Logan is an emotional gut punch and everything like mm-hmm. like it you feel that movie emotionally much more than you will on anything else on the list. Uh, and it's not just because it has sort of a bummer ending or whatever. I would no. say that it isn't necessarily completely a bummer ending, but what I'm saying is like throughout the movie there is a sense of loneliness, there is a sense of loss that permeates mm-hmm. it. Um, it's sad. Everything in it is sad. And then at the end, it gives you the gift of hope and you really feel it. And that's what the emotional impact is. This is by and large the most emotional. I don't cry when Maggie Gyllenhaal bites the dust. I don't cry. I don't feel that loss. I don't feel that. I don't care. I'm like, I've never gotten so invested in her. Uh, through the things that I feel that loss for her. Well, and we can both agree that that's maybe not the tone they're trying to set anyway. We are saying True. goodbye to Logan. That, 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 but what that I'm is, saying is there's no emotion. But, but the, emotional. Yeah. But I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you. Completely agree with you. But, you know, to, to that would be an unfair comparison to say, well, this one's sadder versus... I'm not saying that. I'm saying that uh, they are making an emotional impact. Like, there's also no point in The Dark Knight where I get the emotional impact of uh, Cap picking up the uh, Mjolnir. 
I never get that too. Fair. That's the other emotional yeah. part. Yeah. There no, is yeah. no part in 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 the dark night where I get this groundswell of of amazingness yeah, where I'm like, yes, Batman's bad. You know, like, yes. yay, yep. he right. saved That's the day. Fair. I never get that. I never get that. The one um, I will say this. Uh, I want to go back. One great thing about Dark Knight not killing off the Joker was actually a brilliant move. I mean, it's yeah, sad that Heath Ledger died, but I was so thankful. I I hate so much where you get these movies where that, yeah, villains I, are one and done, and that's of, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Uh, Oofta. I had something I was going to say about. Okay, so with Logan, I feel like the story it tells is something, the tightness of it, yes, but also the fact that we get a multi-generation fathers and sons, even though it's not his son, but right. like, you know, yeah. but we, we definitely well, Logan's get older a, than Patrick's, or lower than uh, Professor. Yeah, Ross, that's anyway. true. Good point. But yeah. he's definitely a father figure. I found, if I had one complaint, I think the quickness of what uh, Patrick Stewart's death was. Yes. Um, it's not, a, yeah, it's impactful, but it, they move on to it from it very quickly. Well, and also the fact that, okay, first it's, it's a Logan clone that kills him. So the man who kills his father figure is him. Yeah. And like, it, it just, it felt like if there was a place they could have taken advantage of of an emotional impact that would have been. Yeah. And they missed that. Yeah. They they missed that. They don't even let you, the audience reel from it enough. mm -hmm. It's very quickly like, Oh, that wasn't him. His whole body's in the back of the truck and the truck. Now (laughs) I'm not saying that's a big complaint. I'm saying that if I were to nitpick, that's what I would nitpick at. All right. Well, uh, we have spent quite a lot of time talking about these two. I was going to say, let's, let's vote on. Let's vote. Honestly, my gut says Logan is the movie. AI'd watch more. I enjoy more and agree with that. There's a deeper emotional impact on. I'm so glad you said that because I I'm going with Logan as well. So yeah. I was I was worried we'd have to actually fight about this. I'm very glad that we're both on the same. Point. I, I love the Dark Knight. It is one of I my all time favorite I love it movies. too. I love it so much. I love <laughs> I love it a lot. But I, I don't want Logan's it to sound a like it. Movie. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a bet. If we're going by which movie is a better movie, Logan is yeah. definitely a fucking better movie. So there it you is. go. Yeah. And you know me, I do not like X Men. Um, not very much. If I had a choice between the only thing I would watch uh, X Men over would be the Fantastic Four. So there you go. All right. <laughs> did, did you like all uh, First Class? Yeah, I did. I had fun with that one. It's good pop more kind of I, I I've liked parts of the X Men franchise when X Men One came out. I liked it too, but a lot of times X Men, uh, uh, X Men has a very bad problem. There's just so many fucking things that writers have done. It's very convoluted and very hard to do, and everyone's trying to serve these different types of things, and and they just get lost sometimes. They're very busy, yeah. you know. So. Okay, let's go on to our next category then. Our next, yeah, let's go to the, the west, east. right? Or the east. The Black east. Panther um, versus Superman one or Superman seventy nine. Yeah, um, I, I, I almost want to just flat out say I think that Black Panther is a stronger movie. Um, wow, you're not even going to go through. No, I, it's like I we can I can talk agnosium about the first Superman movie and wonderful things that happened in it. The the camp. Is still, unti- is still timely. No, um, 
timeless, I think is the word I want to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still funny. It's it's the grandfather of all superhero movies and, and probably both of our opinions. It's yeah, I, Christopher Reeve, I don't think will be ever – you're never going to cast Superman better than Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, here's the thing. I think one of the things that is a problem that Superman has right now is it's from 1979. Agreed. And it could have Agreed. done so much more. I mean, like if Richard Donner would have been given today's technology and whatever, ima- imagine how much better that movie would have been. And didn't have the Selkins pulling his strings, fucking up his story. Because let's face right. It. Let's yeah. Let's also face it that we're we're talking about not the Richard Donner cut. We're talking about the th- theatrical release of Superman, which is a piece of art that has been fucked with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the Richard Donner cut has many problems too. Yes, I, I, I've seen it. It's got many. Well, problems because too. it's not complete. It, it, we you call it the Richard Donner cut, and he doesn't have the ability to go back and film hours of extra things like uh, you, you fly around the planet a few yeah, times. Even. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And look, that's a big strong point: the flying around the planet, which is the cheesiest fucking thing. Um, I just. I love this movie so much and I love it for its purity. I love, I almost love it for the lack of not having good effects. I love it for the fact that this is 1979 and this is, you know, there's so many, like I've said this before. Well, it's got one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. I mean, as cheesy as the soundtrack is, the song literally says Superman when you listen to it. Yeah. No, I, I get it. It's like Star Wars. Well, it's because it's John Williams. That's great. No, I, I like I, I look at it and I like I like the pacing. I like the origin. I like the the spending time with him as a kid. I like the seeing him struggle with the fact that he has to pretend to be normal and the amount immense. I mean, like they they do that. They they make you they they you show realize you. I, it, it could be I could be wrong on the number, but I'm not like off on the sentiment. But I think it's like 52 or 58 minutes into the movie before he's even in, in the suit. But you know what? We've said this before. We've said this a million times. My thing, my thing about Superman is the greatest thing about Superman is he's got all these powers and he holds them all back to blend, like to protect everyone. Like that's part of the thing. Like his yeah. uh, his ability. It's his humanity that makes him a hero. Yes. And so spending 52 minutes on why he's like that is amazing. It's mm-hmm. simply amazing. It That's why when Captain America, that time. yeah, when when Captain America spends all that time showing skinny Steve Rogers and jumping on the grenade and all that stuff like that, it, it, it it's spending that time to say no, no, no. It's not about the Here's injection. It's here. not about the yeah. muscles. This is the person that is the thing, and that is that is why I think Superman's uh, origin story is amazing. It's the person inside that is amazing, and I I I, I am not I'm not so quick to just say Black Panther is a better movie. Black Panther is a fucking amazing movie, and I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I I I think maybe it's going to move on, but I want to spend just a little bit of time to, no, no, to no. make sure. It, it, it deserves. It's in the final four. It deserves the time. It deserves to be up there, and I. But I really do think there are some things that hold Superman back 
I think it's the bad cut. I think it's the fact that you have uh, the movie's auteur being uh, railroaded and overridden and all those other things. It, it's the same thing that happens with uh, with Blade Runner. Again, you get a good movie, but it could have been better if we would have just wa- waited, if we would have given the director enough time to finish and finish the way they wanted to do it. Uh, it could have been even better of a thing. So, yes, I will go with Black Panther, but I do think that Superman... For the time and for the situation that was going on, it is an amazing movie. Um, and there was nothing like it at the time. They they invented flying technology. For yeah, that. right. Much like Star... Like, like the thing is, if, if you go back to 77 and you look at Star Wars and you talk about how much we as a generation can't stand any dinking with all that shit, then you have to look back at Superman with the same sort of nostalgia and go, look at this amazing fucking shit. I, oh, I abs- it's crazy. I absolutely do. I, I, but I... There are really big story flaws that bother me. Even when I, and I have seen yeah. the the Richard Donner cut, it, it there are things about the story that I feel their weird jumpiness and things like that. And I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. I I have forgotten how much about the movie it has some really cool things. Yeah, uh, but you're you know you're right. Luther's, invading Luther's lair is still really cool. Yes. And then, you know, yeah, the kryptonite necklace and... Yeah, there's a there's a lot of really dope-ass things in there. And I, I agree that things are... I also think that they're hamstringed by the fact that Superman is incredibly fucking hard to write motivation villains for. Uh, you have to even... You have to bring in the three Kryptonians for you to f- make you feel like there's a threat. Not only is these guys can do everything that he can do, there's three of them. So that's, that's finally a threat where Superman isn't necessarily severely overpowered um, by the threat like Luther Luther doesn't even seem smart enough in the in the movie too like the thing about Luther is it would be great if Luther showed me um, much more intellect to the point where you thought okay this is bronze against brains that's, sort of. and that, that's honestly where it's like I think the camp works for Superman but there's too much camp in Gene Hackman's portrayal. I, yeah. I, I think it's it's iconic and it's timely over time but I feel like you know, I, I look at Michael Rosenbaum as the way I would ideally like for, compared to anybody else who I've seen. I think Michael Rosenbaum has always been my favorite Lester portrayal. And, well, Clancy Brown is pretty damn good too. Yeah. Clancy Brown still plays it just a drop comical. Yeah. Um, I, I have always thought Rosenbaum is just this sinisterness, even when he's being kind and a good guy, you just never know his motivation. And right. that's kind of what I think Rosenbaum. I also think, I also think Luther uh, plays most appropriate when he's not an evil villain, but he thinks he's the good guy in the story. He's Absolutely. so smart that he realizes the threat of of Superman and everyone else is just a fool. And when you're He's constantly desperately saying trying the greatest to... criminal mind of our time, that right. doesn't really make me feel like you know you're the bad guy. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that that is uh, that is a very black and white and non-nuanced thing. Like, and let's get to Black Panther. Black Panther has a villain. I don't like do we want to get so much like we can use the Black Panther versus we're, we're, we're gonna go Black Panther Logan. We we've made this decision. So I'm transitioning now into Black Panther, and this okay. is one of the reasons okay. why Black Panther is good. Uh, the villain in the story, uh, uh, Warmonger, is this is a character that feels like he, his, he, he feels he's justified and he's the good guy. One of the things 
I loved was people talking about how how great the the arc is for Black Panther being Africans and Warmonger being African Americans, and there's a difference. African Americans mm-hmm. have a chip, a historic uh, wrong. Uh, there's a chip on their shoulder. There's a historic wrong. They have been abused by their uh, their you know everything about their culture is been stolen yeah systematically yeah. stolen from them and they've had a fight to reclaim uh, and all this other stuff whereas you get uh, the the Wakandans are exactly the exact opposite here is an african country where they never had to deal with slavery they are actually superior to uh, the the everyone race on the everyone on the planet um, and they're secure they have they live in no fear and they're isolated though. And I mean, like, I, I, I think that's a great analogy of imagine, imagine an African-American who grows up in the projects and has had like this shitty fucking life finding out that their father uh, was a prince in this technological superpower of an African nation that has chosen to abandon you and hide itself from the wrongs that's been going on. Even, I mean, they talk about it even in the other parts of the continent, Wakanda turns this blind eye to its continental brethren. And there's this and pretends to be a poor country, at least pre- at this point yes. in the movie. Like it buys into this racial stereotype of we are a bunch of fucking uh, goat herds that, that buys into what white people think they are, right? And they, mm-hmm. they're just hiding. They they don't even want to deal with white people, so they just let the racist their their racist stigmas go around. So that that is a great a great piece of like storytelling and it's a great take on it. And and you start off with Wakanda being this thing where like me as a person, I can see, I can see, uh, is it fear I'm saying it wrong. Isn't it? What is this got? Not fear. Uh, it's war. war- no. Is it warmonger? Kill, mer- killmonger. Killmonger. God. Yes, there you, you can That's stop it. typing, uh, guys. Killmonger. Killmonger's, uh, story is exceed. Like there's a part of me that's like, yep. That guy's got it right. I would be pissed too. Oh yeah, yeah. you're absolutely and, right. And Justifiable. At the very least, you're sympathetic to why he would turn out the way he is. Absolutely, absolutely and sympathetic. Chadwick, you know, the, the the fact that we're recording this after his passing, uh, really, I I didn't know a whole lot about Black Panther other than I had a pretty good knowledge of Fantastic Four and his introduction in the Fantastic Four. That was probably my beginnings, and then through maybe a few cartoons, and most recently, I would say it was the cartoon uh, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It mm-hmm. was, I want to say a- it was produced by Disney. I can't, I'm not sure it was under the Disney umbrella at the time. It, it had to have been. It was, and they had a portrayal of Black Panther that I was like, okay, this character's real. Because I honestly, I knew so little, I was indifferent to him. And then when I saw him on this cartoon and his portrayal, and then, you know, the rumors of, well, they're going to do Black Panther in the MCU, I was like, okay, this could be really fun. Because he's like one part Batman, one part because of the Bruce Wayne, yeah, you know, billionaire, yeah. but he's also, he's a king. So you also pull in like the Atlantis type thing where he, he has control, but he's also a little bit Tony Stark with the technology. He's many characters into one. And, and if you if you go back in the 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 comics, you know that's the thing about this. 
I knew a lot about his origin and stuff like that. Like in the comics, he's been retconned a couple of different times. Absolutely. And there were very similar times where he's just uh, an African-American in a suit, busting heads and all that other stuff. So that, that all of that stuff kind of rolls into together. Uh, The movie itself, uh, you're right. Chadwick does an amazing job. They do an amazing bit of world building. Um, They pull back. They like, he comes off of, um, Civil War, and then has his own thing, and then you see Wakanda in all of this light. They do a lot of great things in there. The supporting cast is strong, and everyone is very... Um, everyone in that. like uh, The nuance oh, of... Oh, Suri uh, is so great. Yeah. I love the the character Suri. And yeah, I knew she's, nothing I mean, about her and then, in the comics until the movie. And is, I it, love uh, her is it... Is Bo- it... Boca? Or what, what's the name of the... the you know, the... The, her warrior, the warrior guard... No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, uh, the like the baboon tribe. Uh, that guy. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. I just was thinking of that name and I forgot. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But oh, I love that. I... Yeah. That whole thing where you've got this potential uh, usurper at the beginning. He 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 looks at the two would be kings and decides decides that T'Challa is the the better for his people. The 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 one that has. The better, like in his, like he looks at the two and decides this one has a pure enough heart. This is how I perceived it, at least. He looks at the two and decides not just T'Challa is the best one for my tribe, but he looks at the both, uh, evidence of the both, and decides T'Challa is the better man. And I put that as T'Challa has the ability to change and has the ability to grow and understand and see all these things, whereas Killmonger is too corrupted by revenge and anger and will never like basically one is leading Wakanda into uh, Wakanda versus the world. And the other one is let's, let's keep what Wakanda has, but maybe we can, maybe we can change. We, I see that there's been wrongs and things need to change and I'm willing to make those changes. So very good. And I don't know if that was directly from the, I, I know that it was like a trial by, Combat. You weren't just because your dad was Black Panther, you get to be Black Black Panther and things like that. But didn't I? I can't remember, so I'm going to let that point go. Okay. Anyway, do do we do we at least agree Black Panther moves on? Or? Oh yeah, no, I agreed before we okay. started talking. So, I was using this okay. as the this is the final this is the final okay. two here. So, Black Panther. We never we didn't talk about Black Panther. No, no, and I'm we, just like okay. So yeah. we're, right now we got Logan versus Black Panther, and, and now we've versus. talked a lot about both uh, Black Panther and Logan. So now we we literally have to decide which one is the better, which one of these points work out for the best. Logan versus Black <sighs> Panther. Uh, there's a lot of emotion in Black Panther as well. There's totally. Of, I think they are completely different movies. Obviously. Absolutely, absolutely. One is a lot of flash, a lot of CG, a lot of effects. One is not. Uh, one I, is, and I would say that, that Black Panther is more of a fun popcorn movie. A great introduction to a character that yeah we have seen in Civil War at the time. It was but, a great introduction to my, for MCU. If you're if you're a person who wasn't looking at the MCU, let, let's let's just be honest here. If you're an African American who isn't really into the MCU because it's again a bunch of white guys named Chris, right? <laughs> yes, it is. And then Black Panther comes out, and you're introduced to this world. This, and you see a central part of this world is a strong um, African 
heritage and a strong African character, and he very much stands up to all of them. Like, this is a leader, a very regal president. I mean, that did so well at the box office and got so much... Because, look, that that's a thing that is not only inspirational for a whole continent of people as well as um, a, a people here in the United States that have been marginalized systematically for hundreds of years. It, it's a great inspiration to see this thing, this 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 amazing thing. Um, and it's very different than Logan. And and sure, the, we know that the mutants have strong, uh, they're strong allegories to downtrodden and marginalized people. Logan is for sure, I mean, hiding who he is his entire life and, you know, hiding his... But, but the movie Logan stuff. itself, I don't think... It doesn't deal with all that. It doesn't It doesn't deal with all that. What it is, is an old retired gunman. Yeah. Uh, desperate that's, to that's do totally one last right. thing. Yeah. It's it's it very even, much. Even, yeah, it's a western they're, they're versus. Their, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, it's very different. I I loved Black Panther. I loved it. I loved that way. We, we talked. I think last episode, the scene on the car where Suri's driving remotely and it just basically falls apart at the end. It was so fantastic and and great. I love I love the trials. The first trial where he's fighting against him, and mm-hmm. and even the second trial. But you know, it, it's. It has um, a kind of an abrupt ending, though. Sonic is that uh, not Sonic? Uh, who was the, the the villain uh, that was played? <laughs> the one without the one without the the hand. That's what you're talking yes. about, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kilgrave, I think, is his name, right? Something like that. No, no. Kilgrave is Jessica Jones. Um, oh, that's it, right. God damn it. Uh, it! We should do research before we open our fucking yeah, mouths. Um, My God. Claw. Claw. It is claw. claw. It's claw. Okay. With a K. Uh, anyway. South African. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I was actually really depressed that he dies in that movie because he was a great villain, too. I really loved he was an asshole. Yes. But, you know, but he was he was a villain who is sort of that sort of snidely whiplash. Of course, you're going to make an apartheid yeah, yeah, era yeah, yeah, yeah. South African the fucking villain to your mostly black, uh, uh, you know, superhero movie. Of course. I mean, that that makes perfect sense um uh yeah but again though i mean i i really enjoyed uh huge huge parts of that i think martin freeman's job is absolutely in, yeah in, in it's by the way it's mbaku because i'm gonna look at it i looked mbaku. it up mbaku, mbaku. and uh, yeah. who's who did it um uh and it's uh yes andy circus plays ulysses clear clear k-l-a-u-e Claire. There you go. I think he goes by K L A W though. Yes, in That's in comics, bit. yeah, in, yeah, Claw, the the Claw or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, the good villains, good motivation. I do think the ending, however, is a bit abrupt. I think the last I, fight between Killmonger and Black Panther is very abrupt. It ends in a way that doesn't feel right. Um, although the I ending, like- that whole, I you know. The whole ending, I, the last kind of words of Killmonger is great. And and I mean, I have no problem with the Winter Soldier stinger at the end. That doesn't bother me any. But uh, I think when you compare the movies as a whole, again, I give the advantage to, to Logan, where I feel like it has a beginning, middle, and end. The MCU, of course, is always planting seeds for the next thing yes. coming along. And I do feel like 
some of that movie is okay we're gonna need wakanda for x y and z down the road right we need to do this and this and this and while i i think it's a very perfectly contained movie and deserving of the oscar nomination it got absolutely i still feel like logan is the stronger movie if Um, we're looking at movies in general if we're looking at what is the best movie like honestly if we're looking at what are we going to put into the library of congress congress first i'm not well yes i know but (laughs) but i i'm looking at not only this as a comic book story and and a superhero movie I'm looking at cinematography, and I'm looking at storytelling. I'm looking at editing. I'm looking about all character development, and yes, yeah, uh, and everything like that. And I agree with you. I just think, I just think that Logan just narrowly pulls ahead because it's just so. It's just right there. It's just it, right it there. And and again, it's like the, the again the themes affects also that emotional drive yeah. and while the, there's you leave i think with a very uplifting feel at the end of black panther like i mean it gives me chills and it feels mm-hmm. like you know i can take on anything right so i can only it's very empowering it's it great like to be a young black boy who oh my god saw this movie yeah and been like yes yes there's one for me and yes and and i agree but i and and maybe look i'll be for i'll be the first to admit it maybe because we are not african-american men and we don't have uh we have our own sort of white biases or whatever i will be the first one to say for certain it is not going to affect us but i can only give out this with my own opinions and my own biases and where i'm coming from agree and and to me and look i i will say this look everything you love about the mandalorian Logan also has because they're Westerns. It, it's a good genre. It's a good American piece. And maybe again, maybe that's because it's playing up on my 45 year old white male from Nebraska upbringing. But th- there's that, that shorthand language of that, that Western and why we keep coming to it uh, certainly helps us a lot. But I do think it's just cinematography, like every part of that movie, every part of the movie itself, making the movie plot of the movie beats of the movie, emotional impact of the movie acting of the movie. The, the, well, the, the end scene, just saying just goodbye so. to your dad. Yeah. After he sacrificed, I mean, and, oh my God. And, yeah. yeah. You, you, you tie, you tie this to Mandalorian. It, it, it's like that emotional gut punch of fathers and their children. And again, you and I are, yeah, we're biased. Now, look, uh, Black Panther has that great scene where he confronts his father, who he's hero worshipped his entire life, and says, why did you fucking do this? This is your fault. I'm dead right now because of, you you know, I got fucking killed, basically, because of you. Absolutely right. Because of your fucking mistakes. different scenes of fathers and sons situations, which are very impactful. Yes. And we probably, you know... That's yeah. for I haven't seen it as recently, but I, I again, I do think it's a different emotional impact in because I think the overall toned mm-hmm. tone of Black Panther is, is one optimism. of uplifting. It's optimism. It's yeah. optimism. It's optimism. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, and that's Logan. Great, and Logan. That's a Logan is a, is a is is a look how shitty the world is, and it's not until we have somebody stand up. And say, yes, the world is shit, but I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to give it all to give these kids that little chance, that little fucking chance of maybe getting to some place where their life can be better. And that, to me, is a super big, you know. And and again, you could go back to this entire list and there are... 
you know, probably my favorite movie, not the best movie, but my favorite movie on this list is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Is it a better cinematography movie? Than you mean not on this list? We, we, oh, it's we, not on the list. Though. Yeah, that's well, right. Whatever. Uh, you know anyway. what I mean. <laughs> but like, but movies like like just I could see where an opinion would be like, well, Wonder Woman is the greatest movie on this list, or fill yeah. in the blank. It's, it honestly is about our own. Like, if, I, we are spending if, a lot of time basically justifying our pick. Here's what it is: this is you and me, our personal opinion. Any, if we grabbed 64 people and showed them the 64 list, you would probably get 16 well, or 17. Well, different here's the other ways. thing, though. I think this list would have shaken out differently had I arranged them differently. Absolutely, like, you you had some pretty clear I don't paths. I don't know if we would have the same final four if they were shaken up differently. I don't know. I think. I honestly think Logan would have. I, I I feel strongly enough about Logan. I think Logan, Logan certainly Dark would have been Knight, in the final four. I, Dark I Knight, I think, like, would have been in the final four. Uh, to me, I think. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe the final. Uh, maybe Dark Knight wouldn't have been in the final four. But I I feel strongly that I really do feel strongly that Black Panther and Logan are two of the best superhero movies that have ever been made. Oh yeah, I'm and not, for I'm right not now, happy with this being our final. Four, yeah, but I. But I could also see yes. that had the chips fallen differently, I think we would have had a very different, different final eight. And I think a lot of the people who've complained probably said this wasn't very seated very correctly. They didn't no, like the I way it seated. And I agree with that. It was it yeah. was kind of on a, a first on a whim and then rushed. Yes. And, and no, no one's blaming you. It happens. Um, you know, sometimes you blame me many times. On that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you get a, a team that's only played six games in the final four and what the yeah. fuck <laughs> so it happens uh and sometimes you get a team that just got uh, blown out by another member of the final four and maybe that's not the right thing even though you're could a lifelong they play fan three times is that what's gonna happen uh it could if notre dame beats alabama but thank god alabama's still in there and it makes our opening still relevant uh all right <laughs> so here it is. Logan crowned your winner. Uh, we've said all we've said about our reasonings on this. We love the film. We would watch it multiple times. I personally think every part of the filmmaking of Logan is pretty right. And, you know, I'm a huge stickler on editing and stuff like that. And and Logan can be very, very slow at times, but I'm never looking at my watch going, when is this movie going to end? Uh, which is not to be, it's not something that ha- happens a whole hell of a lot. So I like Logan as the winner. I think that's, it, when we when we talked about these in the back of my mind, I went, oh, fuck, Logan's probably going to win this. And then I was all right. I was right because I'm the one who decides it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, I, I had a suspicion, Logan, but I honestly thought that Dark Knight was going to win this when we started debating. But the, no, I mean, not yeah. tonight, but once we got going tonight, I knew it was going to be Logan. But yeah. previously. Yeah, yeah I, I think Dark Knight is, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of people find Dark Knight to be perfect, and, and there are things. I think Dark Knight it has the baggage of the rest of Nolan's work. Uh, in there, and I think I think honestly, Bat. I think that's a great. Yeah, yeah. I really feel the like third the movie, third Batman movie, really taints the second. Yes, one, right? exactly. Yeah, and I think I felt that the moment I watched the third one too. So yeah, yeah, kind of kind of ruins it. Uh, it's Ewoks uh, dancing. That's what it is. Just kind of makes everything else look not as great. Yep, yep. You know, I think our next show should be discussing the future proposals of Star Wars. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I think we need to probably do a show that really fully unpacks the first two seasons of The Mandalorian as well. And what yeah, we I do that. We do. That sounds yeah, good. What we liked and what we don't like. Uh, it'd be a great time for you. Instead of just telling us about how fucking wrong we were about this list, uh, if you got uh, ideas for the next uh, for the yes. next one, please let us know. All right. Uh, Rob, good job. Uh, congratulations to Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, two people who probably have never heard congratulations given to them in their lives. This is a win that you probably needed. Uh, I believe Hugh Jackman is, is what is he now? Is he working at a gas station somewhere? Oh, that's great. Well, yeah, small independent he's movie. He's doing commercials against Ryan Reynolds. That's right. Small independent movie, uh, uh, actor just trying to make it in the big world. All right, uh, Rob, uh, because I think Logan involves a bald man, that means you get to say our final thoughts. Uh, it's the last words of uh, each and every pat- podcast. Um, you know them. You love them. Um, uh, by the way, keep sending those pictures of tattoos uh, and uh, and monuments. <laughs> Always great to see. Um, we're really excited. And the Christmas ornaments. That was a nice touch. I yeah, I thought that was really nice. And of course, these words uh, written into each each human being's genetic code uh, by the great creators, uh, the Celestials. Uh, here it is, Rob. What is it? Statue of Liberty was a long time ago, Charles. A long time ago. There are no new mutants. Understand? Hasn't been a new one born in 25 years. Not anywhere. Thank you.